know that hello and welcome to two mirrors know that uh our producers already made us angry once again Dude, I come to this podcast <laughs> to try and relax yeah. and lower my blood pressure, Same. and every single time. Look, you got this guy wearing a fucking Fitbit every episode now. That's tracking my heart rate because my doctor said I have to because I, I get stressed when I'm here. Because of you. And you just make up things, such as, okay, so this is his new merch for uh, Sunset Drive, okay? His, yes. His, uh, this is music. His music. His music right? brand, I Sunset think Drive. I think it's rather nice. It fits nice. It feels nice. It's premium quality, man. He tells me this is an extra large. Now, I'm not an extra large guy, so I tell him, hey, just so you know, your sizing's off by one. Yeah. Like one human. And uh, he goes, no, no, that will expand to... Uh, shut your mouth. Hold on. Shut your Let m- no, Brett no, no, tell no, no, this no, no, part. No. I want to hear what he's, he heard, and then I will. He says it's going to expand later because it was cold in his car where he had it, where he brought it from. No, no, I didn't ask why. I told you that that only shrinkage with articles of cotton only happens when it's wet, and then there's heat added. No, it didn't get wet. This is, is it bone wet? Dry. This is Let's bone touch dry. it. This is this wet? Not, this will not expand or shrink yeah but why would due you to an air conditioning environment versus a non-air conditioned environment why and would i'm you... angry and i'm angry. you're legit angry why why would you want it to expand this is already an xl right but he's just saying it'll get it'll go to a true xl he's yeah. trying to cover up oh, the I fact you. that you know it's off by a size oh it's not off by size it is off your fucking brain's off by a size dude okay let's begin <laughs> What your camera's crooked, hey? But I guess I think that's just—is the camera straight? That's uh, just straight, the whatever just the hood the, is on there. You bent it. Okay. Yeah, we'll cut that part out, or we'll leave it in. Who gives a shit, dude? That is actually—I gotta be honest. The hoodie is expanding right now. Are you sure? Are you careful? <laughs> careful, you're gonna fall out of your chair, dude. By the end of it, dude. <laughs> I can. I'm not kidding. That photo used to be that big, and now it's like the whole thing. Is my body? Holy yeah, is my shit. body growing? You are. You're actually adding muscle throughout this podcast. These uh, hoodies uh, are great too. They are. They're discount. They're made right in Wuhan, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Too soon. I believe it. Too soon. I believe it. Too soon to get stuff. No, not too soon. Too soon. Stop saying too soon. You want it to be too soon. Too soon. <laughs> it's not. It's you. Not. If you just say too soon enough, people start going. Yeah, that is kind of fucked up. No, it's actually that. rather relevant. You're right on. It's actually rather timely. I actually have to go get some toilet paper right now. So. <laughs> You know what's fucked up is uh, I'm out right now. Cause I just got home. I'm out of toilet paper, and the whole world, I guess, <laughs> yeah. has it all. It's I don't the have. Worst. Can I buy some from you? I will sell you some. TP. I literally need to a friend to give me toilet paper apparently because it's all sold out. How much you need? What do you usually use? What's uh, your square system. My how many squares I go with? Yeah. On a typical wipe. Think about it. Five to six. Five to six. Five to six, probably six, so I Reasonable. can do a double over. Reasonable. And then and then so I do a wipe, probably a wipe, and then on the third one I do a double system. I'll wipe once, fold over, wipe again. Oh damn, dude! I think Whoa. I'm using a total of eighteen squares. Yeah. Uh, probably times two per day. Thirty-six. Thirty-six is a reasonable. Thirty-six squares. About a pack a day. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many I use because I don't I don't look I don't uh. Count them. I wrap them around my hand. You're like, not even like Honey the Pooh oh or, or Honey the Pooh. You wrap. You do Winnie the Pooh. You do this. Honey the Pooh. <laughs> um, no, I don't actually wrap it, but I'm I'm grabbing an amount and I just create sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I just create a shape. Inefficient. And then that's something. Oh, but, it's but you're so uncomfortable. Too. You're not even comfortable with looking at your own toilet paper. Oh, I just don't care. I just I grab. I make a thing. And you don't look it. last wipe to make sure it's complete? That I do. Everyone has There you to go. Know. So and why are you dodging? Don't. Why are you trying to be perfect, Todd? <laughs> this podcast is about opening up and letting people know what our lives are actually about. And you're trying to say your shit doesn't stink, but Literally. doesn't appear. You don't even look at your shit. No, I, you have to. Thank you, you have to. And that's all I wanted you to say. Okay. Your code word this week for half-price tickets is weasel. Use it on the Yuck Yucks uh, website. Yep. Uh, just one word, weasel. Here this weekend at Yuck Yucks Calgary, Lori Ferguson Ford. Mm-hmm. She was actually here this weekend. She opened for Josh Wolf. Mm-hmm. She's very funny. And the weekend after that is Steve Simone, who I don't know if you've seen him live. I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, He's uh, a tall, uh, handsome gentleman, apparently. No. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you not, you not worked with Steve Simone? No. 
What's his height? So handsome, not tall. And uh, he is actually dubbed the nicest guy in comedy. Are you serious? I'm serious. Is that an award that you can win? It's not an official award, but if you were to ask 100 comedians, 90 of them would say him. It's nuts. Like Then that means you win. I've been to church with him on a Saturday. He got okay. me okay. to go to church. Think about that. Think about that. He got me to go to church. Did you learn anything at church? Yeah. I learned that you can go on Saturdays, first of all. Oh, dude, actually, that's a good point. I thought it was only a Sunday thing. Sunday only. I would be more open to it. Well, no, we can't. Comic wrote a town. But I know a comic who, because his father is Muslim and his mother is Christian, yeah. that he goes to prayer Fridays and he goes to church Sundays. Oh, and dude. I think he should legally be allowed to fuck a minor <laughs> on Saturday, you know? On that's, Saturdays. Dude, that's so... That's just a big commitment. That's a lot of work. Yeah. You're doing a lot of praying. And then whatever else. And then another thing. Uh, bow to the ground. I guess forehead to the ground. Is that Muslim? You're looking at me? Dude, I don't know anything about any of this. I went, to one, I went to church one time. What's with the forehead? It's all, the forehead, you know, that's where the cross starts. Sure. To the forehead. That's oh, where you your brain the, is. You put the dot on the forehead. You put your forehead to the ground. Every I pray don't... system... Think that I don't think the dot's, a dot. That's Indian. That's Indian. It has something to do with religion and and a god is it or whatever. Ali, is that even? You think it's just uh, for look? You think it's just like a septum piercing for Indian women? No, could be it's, a fashion. It, it's thing. religious, man. Right. You make no. Hey, man. <laughs> we. I realize I'm asking him if this is correct, and this is a guy who thinks that clothes expand yeah. over a course of hours. Clothes. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I saw your tongue expand in your mouth just now. Maybe. It was gross. Well, I touched your hoodie. Who knows where that was made? I might have it, dude. That might be on my tongue. I might have corona on my tongue. How's your heart pressure, man? It's better today, man. It's better. It's better. Last time I came in here, I was a little too fired up. I had some coffee. I had to dial it in. That one coffee episode is hilarious how you started. I was fired. Jerry, my friend, Bob Sacramento, he's got an idea. I got an entrepreneur of the week, Jerry. Jerry, we're going to make a lot of money. We're going to make a lot of money. We're going to get a cash strike, Jerry, cash strike. The thing about that episode was I drank a whole cup, like a venti, but I didn't have time to necessarily drink it, so I snorted some of the venti. And that's that'll get you... Straight rip, like Chris Lavelle does with Adderall before a show. Forget just taking Adderall in its pill form, which yeah. is a form of uh, methamphetamine. Mm-hmm. He cracks it open and <laughs> snorts the beads up his nose. Yeah, get it in, man. Wow. Do you remember the one time we were on the road, and uh, I think you and I had our own room. Chris came down. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, we got to head over to the venue because Chris was headlining. He brought you and I to kind of go up before which open. which this city was in." Uh, Kelowna or something like that. Or Kamloops? Were we with the kid? Were we with Dom? No. Oh, okay. Dom's not there on this Okay, one. all right. Oh, Maybe this was Kamloops, was Kamloops on the rocks or whatever. Sam, not, yes. Some seedy bar that we wanted to do. And everyone talked during our set. Everyone chatted. Yeah. And Chris came down and he's like, boys, it's time to, it's time to go. And he's fucking pumped. Mm-hmm. And he's sw- and some veins are popping out. Yeah. And he's like, I got to be honest, I'm pumped for the show. Yeah. And we're like, why? He's like, because... I just took four Adderall. Yeah. And we're like, so are you pumped for the show or is this just drugs? He's like, to be honest, it's both. It's probably mostly the drugs. Oh and then he's God. like, wait a minute, boys. I got to write something. I got to go back. So he runs up to his room and then he comes back down and we're like, where the hell did you go? He's like, oh, let's talk about Adderall. Maybe you want more Adderall. <laughs> I forget that moment, dude. dude I could oh, this never Adderall forget. talk made me want more Adderall. Yeah. So fucking his cra- the cravings came up. I was like, gotta have more. That's crazy that I don't remember that because the same weekend I remember learning that he keeps two cans of bear spray next to his bed at night. He sleeps with some knives on the mm. nightstand and two cans of bear spray. And I remember asking, I go, why do you have two cans? He goes, because what the hell is one can going to do? <laughs> I mean... He's got a point, dude. Holy and shit. if you were, if you're sleeping, right, and all of a sudden there's a creak at the door, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" And you're yeah. like, "I got the knives, so I'm good." <laughs> the but then guess what? The door opens. You got a 12 foot grizzly coming in, trying to get the TV. Yeah. You go, "Fuck! Good thing I have this spray." Yeah. Hit him in the face. Yeah. I think any weapons that you keep in the room are just what the people are going to use against you. <laughs> so I don't keep anything because I'm like. Yeah, let me put a baseball bat in the corner, and I'm like, whoever breaks in will just beat me with the bat. They're going to be like, oh, perfect, right here. There we go. Okay. 
I don't know, man. I, I, what you think? I think Lebel's. He's kind of. I don't think he's really sleeping when he's asleep. He's kind of like my dad. Like, my dad would never fully let himself get. REM to him is vulnerability, dude. You don't yeah. get. You don't get vulnerable <laughs> yeah. while sleeping. You I sleep you. just to a level yeah. where the body's still. You still hear everything that's going on. You can hear your kid stealing the change off the top of the fridge. Me, right? He, to- he told me, hey, don't take the money from top of the fridge. I know how much is up there. And I fucking called his bluff day one. I was like, you know what? I bet he doesn't know how much is up there. It's probably just saying that to cover his ass. For sure, yeah. Right? Smoking yeah. ears. And uh, he literally, I thought he was asleep. He's fake snoring. <laughs> He's fake snoring. And in between, in between fake snores, you yeah. can hear the of a toonie being slid off the top of the fridge. Oh my god. I turn around, he's standing there. It's over. It's over. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so LaBelle's the same way. Yeah. He's yeah, he's ready. And my father also hid weapons throughout the house. He had a machete tucked up on top of the coat rack. Okay. Just the handle kind of uh camouflage with some winter gloves. Yeah. So inside one of the winter gloves is the machete. Is machete you pull that's, out. That's smart, dude. That's really smart. Um, anyways, did he, (laughs) that's just, it's incredible to me. What weapon would you use? Do you think, what do you think would be your best weapon if you had to fight someone? Can't, excluding guns. That's obvious. Well, machete. Okay. Right. You're your dad's son, man. Yeah. Your dad's son. (laughs) He had also a uh, t-ball bat uh, near the door. Yeah. And then he had this lightweight, like bamboo training stick, uh, in the living room. Okay. And uh, and picture go. It made sounds like it was one of those. Sure, yeah. And he would practice. He would train with the bamboo. Yeah, yeah. Um, for what? Ah, who knows? Life, man. right? Who knows? I get it. I get it. You grow yeah. up in an apartment building in downtown, like the Beltline. Yeah, right. It's not cushy. What you grew up in, man. Suburbs. We, we, we were have tough, different bro. upbringings. Suburbs. Were I was tough. next door to the Beltline rapist. That was my neighbor. Yes, I remember. You have this. to remember this. How, it's funny because you've told me that before. And I didn't even remember the guy in our building was a murderer from the States who was caught living upstairs, fled to Canada. Yeah. Jail. The guy above us committed suicide by drinking bleach. Hazmat team had to come in and clean the place. There, that down the block, the SWAT team came, threw six flashbangs into a place, yeah. drove all these Ethiopian guys on the lawn out of this place. I'm, I'm eating a popsicle age 12 yeah. watching this. What is he pr- from what? You ask, from what is he protecting? That. You tell me. Do you want to talk about this, dude? I feel like you got to get this did. out. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was buried deep down there. Actually, it wasn't that deep. That was actually right at the forefront of your memory. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. I found a shotgun yeah. loaded in the alley. Dude, that reminds me of, um, yeah, one time in the cul-de-sac, this kid rode his bicycle into a car. Oh, this is your hard story. Okay, this is what you're going to follow. Dude, you know how hard that fucked up grounders? Oh, yeah? We didn't play for two days. So I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's different (laughs) upbringings, right? But tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah, we're Things happen to everyone. You've dealt with some shit, clearly. Things happen to everyone, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We we used to play kick the can. You ever play that? Mm Mm-hmm. Kick the can? Yeah. Except it was full of match heads, and it might blow up in your face. Dude. Okay, that was well, the game. Let's <laughs> kick the uh, IED. I almost said IUD, but I think it's IED. Oh, we played that game. We kicked the IUD. Yo, you ever play the kick the IUD game? <laughs> Douche. <laughs> would you get one funny. if they made one for men? Well, that's a weird question. And uh, what would it do for men? Okay, so you know how for girls, it goes in, it's a T-shape. And, and it, it goes stops in their period. Their thing. What would it stop on you? I guess. What if they had one that was the opposite shape for men? It goes in your pee pee. Shut off the valve. No sperm. Catches all of it. Catches. The I don't sperm. know what it does with it. That would be something we'll have to work out in the well, future. I would just have to decide between the copper one and the hormonal one. Really, that would be the difference, and see if my benefits cover the hormonal one, which is four hundred and forty dollars, or I cheap out and do the copper for seventy. Roll the dice, dude. Did you know an IUD is actually free to put in with an abortion? And that's what do you your, mean? That's your Frugal Friday tip of the week. If you want a free IUD, all you got to do is get an abortion in Canada. That's all you got to do. A, yeah. You, you were actually hoping it wasn't recording. No, I'm, I'm really <laughs> hoping it is. <laughs> I, was like, I can't yeah. miss this. can't miss these <laughs> deals. Someone jot down that time. Someone uh, recently outed because we just 
20 something episodes in explain this lean in that we do yes because we've ocd just to make sure it's still recording and someone commented they're like thank god because every time i saw that i thought you guys were just silently farting trying to get away with farts mid cast like we'd be listening to each other and just yeah doesn't that look like a fart that is kind of hilarious and the fact that neither of us would even like when you do i don't say anything no, They're just like that. These guys, these guys got some gas. But anyway, here. anyone watching has no idea that the championship belt is just hiding some wires. That's all we do. That's a little. If you check uh, Brett's Instagram, we got a little behind the scenes from today. That's right. Now speaking of wires, let's utilize some of them. You have a fan submitted we have, entrepreneur. Oh, this is very exciting of the week. This is so exciting. So, this is our first fan submitted entrepreneur of the week. And if it wasn't fan submitted, it means we probably wouldn't have an entrepreneur of the week. That's correct, Brett. Brett. So if you're alluding to that I'm underprepared, I can't dispute it. But <laughs> thanks to Lisette underscore Carlson, guest she uh, host. saved the day. Lisette? Lisette. Lisette, guest host right? of Two Mirrors That's today. Lisette yep. is guest hosting. So she said, um, this guy, he is a motivational speaking. He makes clothing with a cartoon of himself on it, and he roller skates. Okay, good I'm find. very intrigued. Good Let's find. check him out. This guy somehow was able to get the handle, just keep pushing JKP, which means just keep pushing. LLC. Not J. No, up here. JKP. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he also has a limited liability corporation called Just Keep Pushing. So let's see. My favorite thing that I noticed about this guy right away is that he wears red pants as if they're not red pants. Oh, but... But this guy's bodied up, Oh, yeah, the body. Holy shit. Forget the red pants. I did not even notice. Let's talk about... The uh, the V shape. What do you think the body fat is on this guy? I love this guy's body. It's like six or less. Yeah, dude. It's I'm a huge fan. Now, now the nips. His nips are. Let's have a little discussion. Holy shit, his nipples are big. Yeah, and it's distracting from his powerful pecs that I'm obsessed with. He's got an unbelievable hairline too. Like, look how much it grows. He just has a square patch of a forehead. Yeah, how is this hairline even possible? I see people with that, and I'm like, how is that even possible? I've yeah, never yeah. had hair like that in my He's life. He's got LeBron's hair guy. Yeah. He's got LeBron's shoulders. He's got fucking Ocho Cinco's lats. Yeah. What do you think your dad would say about this body? As an expert? Um, well, first of all, my dad would be like, it's borderline. St- it could be borderline steroids. We'd have to see more. Let's, let's see more of his body, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very impressed so far with this gentleman. Yeah. He has a nice... Look at that. He's got a... Nice girl. Yes, My wife. He's got a wife, dude. Oh, she's nice. He's got a wife. They hang out. Yeah. This guy, oh, look at the watch. Still sneaks in a, around the water. You notice that, huh? So far, he's got a perfect life. Or look, look at this. Do you know the video we're building to? Or are we just no, free, free we're just roll? free falling. So you didn't even pre-look at this guy's I account. wanted it to be organic so oh, that we could organic. do it together. Mm, that's fine. <laughs> Hope something funny comes up. He's got up. different red pants. <laughs> fucking asshole. Hey, it can't be worse than last episode's Entrepreneur of the Week that just fizzled out and we realized the guy just sold jewelry. We'll see. Okay. Again, more red pants. Uh-huh. They're all different red pants. Okay, yeah, he's heavy on the red pants. Fu- fu- all right, up. let's get one more look at his body. I want a video. Let's hear him talk. I want to hear his actual inspirational... Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Here we go. He's just helping a... Classroom full of children, man. Uplifting is he or is people? he uplifting children? He's just a good guy, dude. <laughs> all right, man. I wanted to roast this guy. What is happening? But he, first of all, has my dream body. So no, let's go back to what she said. He he's guilty of what? So he he makes clothing with a cartoon of himself. Let's see if we can find that because we didn't see that. And he roller skates. Let's find the roller skating video. Uh, I don't like even you guys have are both a little too sensitive to this guy's. Do you think behavior. we're being unfair? Oh, oh, he roller skates in the class. Oh. But he looks good doing it, man. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit fizzling. I got to be honest, fizzling. I'm a oh, little bit military. attracted to this guy. Yeah, he's in the military. Mm-hmm. Now you're now you're attacking. Oh a my goodness! If uh, <laughs> this guy could cook me, shameless anything. flex though, holding those burgers. Yep, yep, we yep, don't yep. like that. Look at that though. Yeah, it's a it's over. But this guy... Uh, no. You blew it. You know what? <laughs> I'm giving him a follow right now. <laughs> he gets the follow. Dude, I actually... So Lisette, your segment has now turned into... Just guys that I like. 
This has turned into just dudes that I like. What if you found out I'm actually just really into this guy and I just wanted to put it out there to see how you would react and see if you'd be Things supportive? Things would make more sense, yeah. You did, you, she did the work for you and you, then you didn't even proofread it. Listen, guys, I got to make an apology right now. I should have prepared better. Like, imagine the night before an essay is due. You're like, yo, you need to give me your essay. You don't even proofread to even change who it's by, nothing. You just hand it straight in. This is the kind of job that you just did. You didn't even plug into the No, thi- I didn't. You blew it. Can we do your stuff now? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> it's my whole fucking life. Everyone's just blowing it I around really thought me. That, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's balls, just dude, blowing Balls it. are being dropped out here. But, Lissette, thank you for pointing I, to that man. I'm going to send him a message. I look in I the mirror. I doing. just look at myself. I go, why? Yeah. Why aren't you there? You go, why do I work with these people? Why can't it be just us, I say? <laughs> and my reflection goes like this. I know what you mean. Anyway, I think but that bit went great. He can't get out of the mirror. That's the problem. I think it went awesome. So, okay. this is, I just want to, uh, I found this rather informative. Uh, let's throw this in the stories that matter sure. uh, heading. Uh, this isn't full laughs or anything, but I had a really good conversation with my Uber driver, and uh, this is in the States, and uh, this I recorded this a little while ago, but he just uh, talks about um, the rating system for Uber, Sure, how it's viewed on that side of the steering wheel, how they view our rating, okay? Oh, Not just us viewing yeah, it, yeah, how yeah. they view the passenger's okay. rating, um, how much they're being paid, okay. really, and how unfair the system really is. So I'm interested. Let's get let's into hear it. it. She goes, uh, and I see her rating 4.2. Okay. Okay. I never pay attention. I make everybody. Uh-huh. Look at I, I never thought about my rating. Does it show what my rating is? Yeah. I haven't taken that many Ubers in my life. So. 471. So what, nice what does that tell you? Let, let's be honest. What's a 471? Um, there are people not happy with you in the car. Oh, really? Oh, really? Holy. Pull out your phone. What's your Uber rating? Yeah, let's look. Man, if you in life are only accepting people who are above 4.7s out of 5. Okay. No, I'm fine. You did it, and I thought I had something on my nose. You touched no, your I nose. No, I literally, oh, I would okay. just, t- yeah, yeah. Okay, I literally was rubbing my nose. Corona. Um, <laughs> can I check my rating? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do it. The, uh, do you think... You are 4.7. Do you think you're better than that? I, I've taken a handful of them in my life. And I, I had a full screaming match with my Uber driver in Las Vegas. So I know where that rating came from. Do we want to? Let's talk about that after. Okay. I'm very curious. Yeah. Uh, 4.97, dog. Four, oh, you're immaculate. But then you wonder, like, who's the one one guy who brought that down? Well, only you're wondering that because you're insecure. But uh, <laughs> it's going to ruin my whole week. <laughs> I need everyone to like me. Okay, all right. So Las Vegas, you there's these big signs at the airport. It says, "Here's the Uber pickup spot." You go, "Okay." You order your Uber. Is there a hand that points? An arrow. It's just a guy. Yeah. Okay. Here. Okay. I'm waiting for my Uber. I you can see the overhead map of where the car is going. This person, a woman, elderly woman, circles the airport no less than three times, calling me each time she does, going, "I don't know how to find you." Yeah, I can't. I do. Well, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, where are you? And I go, okay. Well, do you want me to go somewhere else? I can make it easy. Where, what do you see right now? I'm starting to do that with the driver. What are you looking at? I'm in a foreign city I've never been to anymore, and now I'm asking her for landmarks. You're like, I'll come her find problem. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know the city you live in? I'll come find you. Yeah. I'll figure it out faster <laughs> than you can figure it out. Okay. Eventually, she gets to me. There's two German girls in the back seat. This is an Uber pool. Okay. Because this was two years ago and I didn't have it like that. Did you know that it was Uberpool? Yeah. Okay. And I just, to save money, I would always do Uberpool and now I can't fucking stand Uberpool and now I do UberX. I do comfort so that I can select don't talk to me during the ride. It yeah. has that. Yeah, I'm I love that, I'm a fucking snob now I and mean, I don't care because no, I'm not... I would do the same thing. Now, <laughs> I get in the seat and you know me, man. I, if there's something to be said, I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't say it right away. I got in and I was just nice. And, and she just chose to complain over and over and blame Uber, blame the system, blame the airport, blame the city, the signs, everything but herself. 
She goes, well, this is stupid. I don't even, I don't even accept uh, airport rides for Uber. I don't even like coming here. It's just, it's terrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how I react too. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, you're a cab, right? You're trying to take over the cab industry. Yeah. I can tell you one of the top five answers on the board. Where does a cab go? The airport. Yeah. Survey says, Dong! answer number one. Yes. Right? Agreed, yeah. So she's telling me she doesn't even agree to the airport trip. She she hates it. She rejects it. So I tell her, I go, well, you know, like you're go- I can guarantee you're going to have to go to the airport again. You might as well just try to figure it out so next time you don't have to go through this. Use this as a learning opportunity yeah. to uh, remember how you got here because, again, I guarantee you, you'll be here again. So you're trying to be positive. It's also her job. She goes, but, okay. nope. I will not accept. I, I wasn't even supposed to come here. I was too far away. It, the app screwed up. <laughs> I go, look, lady, the app didn't screw up. You screwed up. Did you say that to her? Yeah. Okay. I bet that went well. Two German girls in the back. Okay. Perfect. Talking to each other Nailed under it, their yeah. breath. I think I said Goshenberger. <laughs> so now we're going at it. Now we're on the main highway. Yeah. And she's getting flustered. And I'm like, no, look, like I said, and especially someone of your age, I, I cannot imagine that you are are so ignorant to just taking <laughs> some of the blame. How are you not taking any of the blame? You've lived how how long have you been an Uber driver in the city? She goes, Three years, and I did two years in Phoenix. <laughs> I go, well, the two years in Phoenix don't do anything for your case, but you've done three years here, and right. I, it's hard to believe in those three years you haven't figured out the airport yet. Right. You know, so I'm just giving her facts, and then so she's so flustered that she is veering into another lane, <laughs> and the sensor's going off. Honk, 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 warning. Honk, honk, honk. Yeah. She's, she's going into another lane. She's all flustered. And I'm like, just keep your eyes on the road. She goes, that's it. She goes, in, in all my life, I've never met someone so rude as you. She goes, I'm getting you're getting out of the car this instant. I go, No, I'm not. You'll be taking me to my destination. Oh my god. <laughs> the two driver girls have gone so quiet in the back. I go, No, you won't. We're going to the McDonald's. It was a McDonald's. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Dude, why didn't you leave that part out? Make no. something up. Well, okay. I I landed, I need to get food. I get you. And then okay. we'll go from there. All right. You think I'm gonna go full price at the fucking at the casino? I know Where you're I'm not staying? going to the keg, but okay, right? okay, you're going to McDonald's. Yeah, right. Thirty nine ninety nine buffet. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> Take me to the McDonald's. She does. At this point, we're all screaming. The sensors are going off, right? Then finally, the two Ger- one of the German girls goes, "How about everybody in the car stop talking?" That's what she says, I, dude. It got so bad that the German girl had to use the English that she's learned yeah. to, in a foreign country to try and diffuse. She used Google Translator in the back seat to figure out how to disarm <laughs> the situation. How about everyone in the car stop talking? Yeah, it's too much. And you know, and we did. And it was a silent ride. And know that they got let out first. Yeah. And then it was just me and the lady. Yeah. And you have to make a decision when the girls close the back doors and it's just you and her isolation. Do you look over and continue the argument or do you just let it go? And I remember like looking over at the side of her head and just going, I'll let her have it. I'll let her have it. Okay. And she dropped me off and I still gave her five stars because whatever, just a nap. Good for you. I'm not going to try to ruin your day. Yeah. But I know she ruined mine. Yeah. She probably still thinks about So that. I'm a 4.71. Okay, so that's how you're a 4.71 because you, you yelled at an old lady. Yeah. Okay. So here's what his All buddy right, does. Let's talk to this But guy. let's both be honest. A 4.2, that's shady, right? Oh, yeah. 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 4.2 is shady because it means... <laughs> <laughs> I know I have a friend who does Uber, and if he sees anything below 4.60, he doesn't take it. Damn, wow. dude. To go. Watch this. You hear that? Oh, oh, man. You got good command of the road, too. <laughs> nice, nice early usage of the horn. A lot of people wait to use the horn. You have no hesitation on the but horn. Is very lightly, oh, you know so this. nicely. A lot of people don't have the finesse on the horn to make it a polite beat. Exactly. Little babe, right? Yeah. yeah. And they send the wrong message. I know, I know. Uh, so, let's talk about the horn. 
I think that's a great point. A lot of people think there's only one gear for the horn. They don't yeah. realize the, the horn can actually communicate a lot of different things depending on how you horn. Doot, doot. Very friendly. Yeah. I almost beep. do a double tap. Um, that's just going, hey, look up. Something's happening. Yeah. Right? A lot of people think you just got to... They think one horn... It, a horn is a horn, is what they think. Yeah. A horn's a horn, but a horn is certainly not a horn. No, it's how you horn. It's, it's how... It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah, your how mother, are you horning? It's how your mom told you. Yeah. It's what your girlfriend tells you. It's not what you said, it's the tone you said it in. Yeah. And the language still exists when it's in a vehicle format, okay? 100% agree. Sometimes we can choose to wave, sometimes we can choose not to. Sometimes we can do hazards to show the thank you. Yep. Right? Truckers give you the hazards. It feels great. Yeah. When you let someone in and they don't wave, yeah. I wish I could take back letting them in. Somehow yeah. I wish I had a hook on my car. Yeah. Because I'm like, I made, <laughs> I changed my life for you, a stranger. I didn't have to do that. Yeah. I actually slowed down. I created a gap. Yeah. I anticipated your needs. I didn't have to. You get in uh-huh. and they act like this was just given to them. And I go, I wish I could actually now get, do a pit maneuver yeah. and put you in the ditch because yeah. you're ungrateful. Have you daydreamed about pit maneuver? I think about them all the time because I think I could do it. Okay. I've seen it on cops. You get up behind the car. Yeah. You want to put your the front right of your bumper, the back of theirs. Where on the back? I'm thinking you go kind of back right behind their wheel, right behind the, the tire, right? Yeah. And you just give it a little. You don't have to do a lot. A lot of people with pit maneuvers, Yeah. they want to really drive. You don't have to do that much. You no. Just got to knock a little bit off. Yeah. That person's going to overcorrect, overcorrect, boom ditch and i hope you somehow know it's because you didn't wave well because you dick if they overcorrected and overcorrected and then ditch you did it wrong a proper pit maneuver you do not want them careening all over the road the idea is to control them you just spin them 180 and they'll come to a stop up against the guardrail or wherever they might be no i want violence no i want it to be you're off the force you're off the force and that's it's that's why, if you watch cops, which we all know I do. Oh, dude, I watch it. <laughs> I don't yeah. think anyone else does. They always leave me hanging when I start talking cops. But you'll notice that during a chase, there could be eight officers, eight units involved, and only one of them has the green light to use the pit maneuver. They actually have to radio for a car to go, okay, coming up, and they got to let him get to the top yeah. of the pack because he has the training and the rest don't. Here's my question. Just train everyone, right? So... Just in case? Oh, this is stressing me out more than Allie. I agree. Why do they have to radio in the pit maneuver? I thought you could just do it. If you, if I'm on the football field, yeah, you know, someone passes me the ball, I see a window, you run. I don't sit there <laughs> and I radio to the coach. I go, hey, am I allowed to run the ball into the end zone now? Yeah, exactly. Boom. Cops should be the same way. You're in a live pursuit chase. Mm-hmm. You see your you see your chance to pit maneuver this person. Yeah. You pit them. You yeah. pit them all day. If you think you can shoot their fucking tire out, out your window, you go for it. <laughs> more. I want more shooting. <laughs> yeah. How about when the pit maneuver fails? That's infuriating, right? They do it, oh, but they don't yeah. do it enough. And I'm like, And he totals his own car. That's so <laughs> embarrassing when the cop totals his own car. That has to be like the hardest a police officer laughs at in the break room oh, no, about oh, another yeah. like officer. Dude, you're on paper for three months. Sitting around at lunch. Yeah. Everyone's giving you the stink. You probably don't even get to use the microwave anymore. Yeah. They probably smack your tortellini on the ground. <laughs> As they go, hey, you know, yeah. Constable Gonzalez or whatever. Good good try. Forty five thousand dollars state money. Roll the fucking Ford Taurus. Yeah. On the interstate. Perp got away. <sighs> That's got to be so funny. I use my horn more now, too, because I thought you could only use a horn. That's kind of what you alluded to in the video. You can use it proactively. I okay. thought you only use it reactively once something bad has happened. I use it preemptively. If people are driving too slow, I honk at them now. I never used to do that. You're going and under you're early sp- on it, right? Like this guy? Nice and early? Not that early. But I'll give you, I'll give you five seconds of under the speed limit. Then I actually honk. And you know how many people speed up? Zero. Zero. Yeah. But if they, anything, they slow down. They hit the brakes. They think, they actually, who am I about to they hit? They actually freak out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to be honest. And actually, some of them are such la-la land. Yeah. They don't even know. You ever see someone almost cause an accident, and then you drive by them, and you're like, they're so just, you're like, you didn't even know what you just did. Yeah. La-la land. La-la land. Him. Okay, so uh, while he's in La La Land, uh, now let's go, uh, let's okay. move on into the pay structure, how some of these drivers are paid. Yeah. Again, this is the states. 
Um, so the figures are going to be a little bit different, but you know that if they're doing it down there, yeah. they're doing the same thing up here. Should but we guess before? Should I guess before we no. see this? No, okay. we're going to throw there, there, there live now. Okay. We're going to throw there, there, there. Let's throw to the clip. Uh, well, they're doing the fair, they pay you 60 cents a mile. And it used to pay you $1.15 the last three years. Two years ago it was $1.15. Well, what's with the cut? Every three months, the cut a little bit. No. doesn't give a sit a sit they don't give a sit they don't give a sit they don't give a sit dude and uh, the last part we don't need to share just about his relationship how he fell in love with a woman in vancouver and uh that's over now so i was just gonna ask if it's okay but things fall apart damn that is brutal 60 cents a mile so even if you're doing Dude, ma- if you're doing 100 miles a day you're making 60 bucks the, no the math is he's making seven cents per mile because his expenses are fifty three cents, and Uber's paying him sixty. Right. If you yeah, if you take the net of his expenses, I'm thinking even just his cents. gross income. That is like some of our comedy gigs that we have to say no to because sometimes we add up the travel and we add up the things, and then we take the paycheck and we go, oh, I'm, what am I doing here? Yeah, I lost money and I spent twelve hours in a vehicle. Yeah, think about going to Saskatoon. Okay, so when you open. Right, so when you start doing comedy, you're doing 30 minutes. The paycheck to open in Saskatoon is how much? Three hundred dollars or two hundred? I don't know. I know back in the day when I opened, I dude, I did some shows where I literally got two hundred seventy-five dollars. My first paid show ever was Fort Mac or Grand Prairie. I got seventy-five dollars, and I thought that was a ton of money. Fort Mac Grand Prairie, seventy-five. I can't remember which one it was. I got seventy-five dollars. Okay. And we drove. So Fort McMurray is a seven-hour drive from yeah. here. Yeah. That's fourteen hours in the car. Yeah. It's also, I would say, uh, how much in gas? Probably forty to Edmonton, thirty there. So seventy and seventy, one hundred and forty dollars gas. Yeah. If you're doing the math of if you make money, you don't. No. In fact, you lose a so lot. So you're of money. that one is a an exaggeration of you're doing it for the experience. Exactly. Right? You don't do that to make money. Uh but. Even if you're doing it for the experience, you should at least be breaking even. That, you would hope. That is a real negative case, that one. Now, Brutal. in that case, the headliner is going to cover the gas and it's going to drive, yeah. right? Most likely. But I see what you're saying. Even if you make 300 bucks, by the time you're driving out, paying gas and all this stuff, it doesn't add we're up. We're the freaking, you know what, dude? We're the Uber drivers of entertainment. We're. We've moved yeah, past that now. That's a good point, yeah. But know that it took, to. it took years of doing that to get to the point where you're yeah. making but money. At least with comedy, it's like, okay, I start off, I'm losing money. Now I'm breaking even. Now I'm making money. There's always a new tier that you can go to to make more money. Even if you become the best Uber driver in the world, yeah. you can't be like, now I'm doing the bus. I'm driving a bus of people. Mm-hmm. And now I'm making more Then I'm driving a theater of people. Like there's no... There's a cap. It's just how much you drive. That's brutal. Seven cents? Even 60. You take out his expenses. Don't Even give a sit. They don't give a they sit. They don't give a sit, dude. What about uh, Lyft? Does Lyft pay better? I wonder. That's a, I got to do another story that matters, man. We got to find... Okay. Book a, Allie, book us a Lyft after the podcast. We're going to go for a rip. <laughs> yeah, book us a Lyft. They, this is what I've noticed about Uber, too, is I feel like... In Canada, a lot of times, that's a side hustle for people. Mm-hmm. They go, I do my thing, and then I drive Uber on the weekend or at night, too. The U.S., there's a lot where that's the legit career. Yeah, We had a, we had a guy drive us in Nashville last year, and uh, he's like, yeah, this is literally my third day in the city. So he's like, I'm kind of figuring out with you guys. I'm like, that's exciting. He's like, yeah, just moved here from Alabama or something like that. And I'm like, oh, what'd you move here for? And he's like, work. And I'm like, what do you do? 
And he was so puzzled. He's like, this, I'm doing it right now. And I'm like, oh, he moved to Nashville. For an app. For, yeah, for Uber. Because there's more, there's more rides you can do. For, for an like, app. Yeah. For Angry Birds. That's his, for Angry Birds. You moved, moved your family for Angry Birds. Yeah. Sir. So, anyway, that's the thing. And now that I realize he was making 60 cents, I would would have tossed him a little tip. You ever tipped on Uber? Of course. That guy got five bucks out of me the most. I feel better I've never tipped. Uh, here, or whatever. Here, it's different. When you're in Canada, it's a percentage. Or it's vice you versa. Can do flat, you can do flat rate. Sorry. Yeah, one, at, two, three bucks or whatever. Okay, so then that's what it is here. There, it's a percentage. percentage. So it can actually go up to like a hefty fucking tip. You got to watch it. Oh, yeah. so they can actually start making in some tips if they're good. But they're not. No yeah. one's tipping. I, sometimes it's a little bit they're tr- like I'm pretty easy to please I'm like you like if you just get me there that's five stars you don't have to bend it. if you just no. get me to the destination I'm giving you five some people the one girl we took in Nashville it was a minute and a half car ride when we get in she's like what do you guys like for music there's water here I have M&M's she had uh, streamers on the top she's like anything I can do I was like just it's fine we're gonna be in here for a minute it's actually making me less comfortable, all the modifications. I don't want to have to think. Mm-hmm. Let's just drive. Keep it at room temp. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But she was so, they're so anxious to get that five star. Like, do you, guys want, do you want a granola bar? Oh, like, yeah. I don't even have time to open the granola yeah. bar. Shut it down. Shut it down. I took it because I was super hungry. But yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where were you? you? You worked with our pal Josh Wolf. You're wearing his hat right now. I got a hat from uh, Josh Wolf. I feel like you fucked my girl. That is. This week, and I told you that. I your go, guy. Yeah, I mean, he said uh, he'll talk to you again. Like, I'll talk to him. He said he might talk to you again, but he wants it to go through <laughs> me. I don't. It's, it's weird. Yeah, he's like the Brett. The, is that the the magician kind of? But yeah, he looks like a magician. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah, he will. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll talk to that guy, but let it go through me. So whatever, dude. But it's fine. We te- I just gotta make sure he's not texting me because I told him. Yeah, just texting him right now. Wow, but, dude. Um, no, you know what? One of the nicest guys I've met. Yeah. Um, super awesome, super cool, and like you said, one of the best I've seen live too. Like yeah. he was hilarious. He's a storyteller. Yeah. He he literally does maybe three stories. That's a whole set because each story is so well put together. It's twenty minutes. It's nice. It's a neat thing to see. And and a guy that. Uh, you know, we mentioned LaBelle, so let's keep mentioning him. A guy sure. that LaBelle should be really jealous of because he's such a high-functioning stoner, right? Oh, I didn't even know he... He smokes weed constantly. Didn't even know he did the weed. And uh, and it does not hold him back any in life. Wow. Or even performing. No, I didn't it's even It's just know. weed. Yeah. But still, and and nails it. And his show, high, the thing you're wearing... His high live that he does on his uh, Facebook. Yeah, he goes live on that, and he just smokes and answers questions. Oh, I had no idea. It gets this. weird. Yep. He puts little baby hands on his finger, and he's just like a complete weirdo, and it's great. Yeah, yeah. You're wearing a brand you're not even aware of. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Give me the. He gave me. <laughs> we wear each other's clothes now. I think he took my hoodie, so I think we wear each other's clothes now. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, so I'm glad you got to work with them, and um, and I hope it never happens again. How was the uh, your your fresh back from Oshawa? So, I signed with Yuck Yucks. Oh, congrats, man! Because it got to a point. Yeah. Um. All right. So to just fill everyone in here, um, I have obviously been working very closely with Yuck Yucks over the last few years. Here, sitting on one of their stages, recording this podcast, yep. obviously. But you know, headlining the Vancouver Yuck Yucks, did the Toronto Yuck Yucks. You've once. done all the clubs, basically. Not all of them. But I've so I've done Vancouver, I've done here. Yes. I've done Edmonton. Yes. I've done Toronto. Yes. And as far as headlining goes, uh, that's it. Yeah. I've emceed and opened at some others. Never been to Halifax. Have never agreed to Abbotsford. <laughs> You're missing out. We'll dude. never You're even now out, even now we'll never agree <laughs> You're to Abbotsford. Out, so Anyways, I'm getting the weasels getting work. Code Good. code word weasel. Weasel work, dude. And yep. uh, what's happening is other comedians that are signed with Yuck Yucks are noticing that I get the gigs. Right. And they're like, "Why is he headlining this club when I'm rostered? I'm not getting the spot." Mm-hmm. 
So this creates a little bit of turmoil inside the... Uh, some friction. Some friction. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Now, the first time it happens, I guess the National Booker literally goes like... Because Mark Breslin literally goes, why, why is he on the books? And he goes, well, I got this sheet here that says he's rostered. Literally, somehow, my name found it on a sheet next to yours. My name's beside yours is rostered, but I wasn't. Hmm, okay. It just uh, fuck up in the system. <laughs> so they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Let him keep his weekend. Right. Cross the name. The next time it happens, the booker has to kind of stand up and be like, well, because he's good, because people ask for him. Right. I don't know what to say. And then so it gets to a point where they're like, okay, we just need to sign this guy so he's ours, so yep. that there's no, right? So that's what happens this week when I work at the Toronto club. They come to me with the papers, and we get her done. And um, so I go in on a Thursday to just sign the papers. I'm not even supposed to be doing the spot. Right. I go in, sign them, shake the hands. And they're like, we had a comedian drop out. Do you want to do a spot? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I just came here to pop in. They're like, well, we kind of need you. You should do one. Come on, bro. Do a spot. And I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Seven minute spot, right? What's the worst that could happen? I'm, sure. I'm very <laughs> alarmed. I was just, dude, this story was just chugging along and it didn't seem like anything was going <laughs> to. That's funny. It's the local managers here. Scott, they're listening to this story right oh, now. They don't even know shit. this. this and they the probably vouched for you, so yeah. this is their reputation. People are gathering too. in the room as we speak right All now right. because of this story. Okay, so it's just a seven-minute spot. <laughs> it's just a seven-minute spot. You're a seasoned comedian. Know that this is quite the build-up for something, you know. Okay, I, yeah, sure. It's not disaster. Okay, okay. But, I and I'm next up, okay. So I go on stage. And you've seen me walk on stage and kind of dig myself a hole. Early. Yeah, I've seen you misgender someone to start your show, dude. I'll never forget <laughs> it. I'll never stop talking about it. Right. So know that I walk <laughs> up, and instead of just getting into the material, which I should, because it's a seven-minute spot, and you don't really have time to play around, I see these two girls over here. And as I'm grabbing the mic, they're going, oh, looking no. at me, covering their mouths, yeah. and whispering. So I say, well, what's the gossip, ladies? This is how you open your set. What's the gossip? These two whispering about me. What's mm -hmm. happening? Mm -hmm. I'm rather confrontational. Mm -hmm. The girl goes, my friend just thinks you're really hot. Congrats, dude. Okay. <laughs> right now. Right now. You're on stage. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just thought you were really hot. Exactly. You got nothing. Dude, that's a tough one. Okay, I had on nothing. Up. I should have gone self-deprecating and be like, me? Really? I got thigh gap. I got the body of a meerkat. Look at me. I look like Freddie Mercury with more AIDS. Right. Hit him with some jokes, something. Dis I had nothing. Dude, I'm stressing. You're really hot. I go, uh-oh. <laughs> I, I almost can't hear the story. Okay. And I'm like, uh, okay, th thanks, I guess. Um Weird way to start a set, okay, uh, and, and I'm mumbling, mumbling, talking, oh. and then I, I want to get into material. So I go, who here's under 30? And there's some applause. I look over, and they don't applaud. And I go, well, I guess you're not in then. You're out. Bombs. Nothing. No laughs. How long are we into the set now? Is this 30 seconds? I feel like it's a minute yeah, and a half. it feels like a lot. And I think it was a minute and a half. And the point is, man, you could hear the contract in the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> They're just ripping Being it off. slowly ripped from top to bottom. Yeah. Was Breslin there for this? No. Okay. Okay. And luckily, I weaseled my way out of the hole I dug, but and I, I, I finished okay. Yeah. Certainly not a, a victory lap of a set. Okay. Definitely some buyer's remorse <laughs> at the back of the room. <laughs> they were like, you just... Like, and there was also... Pete Johansson was there. You could feel him being like, this is the guy you just signed? This is the guy. This is the guy that was apparently so good we had to sign him. And he came here and some girl called him hot. And, and he, then he blew it like an asshole. <laughs> blew it, man. Uh, yeah, the, this Kavorka, dude. Kavorka, this, man. The Kavorka is ruining my career. Well, dude, we might be we might be cursed at that club. And I'll tell you... Okay. Because uh, I've told you this, but I was there... A uh, week and a half ago to do a showcase for Just for Laughs. You have seven minutes. You have oh, to get your showcase Dude, done. and okay, talking about the money thing. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, yeah. This is an example of so of sometimes how you have to lose money for a career opportunity. Yeah, because for sure. there were no showcases here. Nothing. You had to fly to them one night, $400, to do seven yep. minutes and fly back. 
Yes. So there's a lot on the line with so, this spot. So I'm going there on a Wednesday to showcase for this festival. You've done it. It's a huge opportunity. Um, and yeah, I pay my flight. It's 400 bucks. I get this hotel. That's another hundred, you know, several hundred bucks. You know, by the whole time, it's you're, it's a lot of money. So there's a lot riding on this, mm-hmm. and that's probably the least important part. The most important is just having a good showcase. Yeah, that's more important than the money. But I get there, and I'm the fourth spot. That's a cushy spot. Fourth spot. Yeah, it's the best spot for showcasing because the audience is warmed up, but they're not tired. You're right as the heat of the show is coming on, essentially. Yeah. Right? Here we go. And so. The host, Jared Campbell, does a great job, explains to the audience, this is a showcase. There's extra riding on the line tonight, so don't interrupt it. And nobody does. It's an amazing audience. It's packed to the gills. The bookers for the festival are right in the middle. The show is rolling wrong. Perfect. I'm focused. I'm ready. He brings me right up. And he goes, your next act, all the way from Calgary, Todd Ness. And as I'm walking to the stage, all I hear. Pause. Yeah. That was his mistake. You don't. All the way from Calgary. Yeah. What happened, Todd? So normally that's not well received, but because, <laughs> to be honest, like that's just being honest. Normally that's kind of people like, Ugh. but because it was a showcase, people were actually generous. They're like, oh, we'll clap for him anyway. Yeah. Except for one gentleman. Yeah. On my way to the stage, I hear someone yell, the flames suck. And I think that must be my imagination because surely no one would be that stupid to yell that out. Yeah. Because it's irrelevant. I don't play on that team. Never have. (laughs) I actually just do comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I keep walking to the (laughs) mic and I hear again through the applause. Not everyone can hear it, but I hear flames suck. Twice. And I'm like, damn, must be my imagination acting up again. And I grab the mic. Now the clapping is done. I have to get into my material. And I hear one more time. As I start going, yeah, I just got in today. I'm about to tee up my whole set. Everything that I've paid for, that I've worked for, is coming down to the seven minutes that I have to do. And this guy in the front yells, look, Calgary Flames suck. And I'm like, what the fuck? And everyone is on pins and needles because everyone realizes this could fuck up the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like watching myself from behind. And I'm so bewildered that he had to get that out. And fortunately, I was able to navigate that into my first bit and just keep rolling so it was a full recovery did you yeah because i was just like oh yeah this is the type of guy that i always get stuck next to on airplanes oh, and perfect. I that perfect so it worked out fantastic but that guy could have derailed all of this yeah. that i built up to yeah because he had to yell flame suck three times <laughs> really wanted it to hit i'm like dude can we talk about this after maybe yeah it's just bewildering. So anyway, yeah, fortunately it worked out, but there's maybe there's something at that club <laughs> that there's just this extra voodoo magic that gets us, you know? Oh, wow. Interesting. The, the shout-out. That happened in Oshawa, man. The girl really wanted to get her point across. You yeah. know, says it once, says it twice, says it three. I go, hey, I'll do the punchlines. <laughs> I go, there's only one mic in this room, right? And uh, you, you just trace the chord. You go, oh, it leads to me. I like that. Oh, okay, just the one, me? Yeah. Then I'll continue. Yeah. Oh, man. People, there was actually, I had a show like a month ago where this guy just kept, it was it was in this room actually, it was a fundraiser, and the guy kept going like, booyah, or something. <laughs> Dude, this guy had his own catchphrase. Booyah. Okay? And it was funny the first time he did it, I gotta be honest. The first time he yelled, booyah, because you just never expect that from adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everyone kind of this guy just kept running with it. It was like probably 40 to 60 booyahs throughout the show. 40 to 60? Yeah, but I could never tell where it was coming from. And he was moving around try, the like, audience. Who the fuck is yelling, booyah? Booyah. They come up to me after the show, and they're like, this is the guy who was yelling booyah, as if I would be excited to meet this guy. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just like to help. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> and goodbye. It's like, nah, we're good. So I just like to help. Yeah, I don't know, man. All right. Well, anyway. on that uh, bombshell, I think we should wrap, man. Are we out of here? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So one, this one. Do you got anything fast. else you want to hit? Um, I actually don't, I don't have any shows this weekend. That's the first time in a long time. I don't have anything. You got nothing? I got nothing. Oh, wow. What are you doing this weekend? Um, I'm here. Roast battle. Yep. Booyah! We got a booyah. And are you doing, are you recording next Monday? Yeah. Okay, so Uh, that's a big thing that's coming up for both of us. So we are recording. Early show? I'm doing late show. Are you doing early show? I'm early show. Okay, we got to try and coordinate it's, it's a Just for Laughs uh, album recording yeah. uh, for 
Alberta Comics. They're coming to us so that Todd right. doesn't have to spend $400 to fly to them. They get heckled. Yep. And we're going to make, they're making a compilation uh, disc. Uh, a disc. Uh, cassette. Of, yeah, yeah, we'll mail you guys the cassette tape. And I don't know how they'll choose in your 10-minute set. They'll choose whatever bit went best. For you, it'll be tampons. And then uh, for me, it won't be backing up my truck because that's a very visual joke. So I'm gonna, maybe none of my jokes will make it. We'll, well see. I'm actually going to hire some girls to tell you you're hot at the beginning of your set. Yeah, throw me off. No, now recording. I'm ready. Now I'm ready. Yeah, you're ready for that. And it's going to happen again because... <laughs> Look Can't at me. blame them. So yeah, that's an exciting thing that we're each going to do. Ten minutes. You'll hopefully hear us on uh, the radio. I think it goes up pretty quick. Could be next month. So it'll be on Sirius XM. It goes up that quick. Yeah, it's yeah, going to it the does. states pretty too. Quick. So and they tell you if if you want to be clean, it can open it up to more channels. But you're not doing that. I'm not going to go clean. No, no, no. You're not going to do that. But anyway, that's exciting. I think that's all the. Uh, yeah, roast battle this Friday. Uh, the undercard's awesome. My best friend from Toronto is flying in. Alex Carr who I pranked over the weekend. You saw that video. I got him nope. a spot at the Toronto Yuck Yucks Club. I didn't see it. You didn't see this? So this podcast isn't over. So I get him to do a guest spot, right? Yeah. He's just started comedy. This will be his first show at the big club. Right. He has five minutes. He does five minutes. Yeah. He does them well. But while he's on stage, I'm talking to the manager and I go, hey, when he comes off, I want you to pull him aside and tell him he went over his time and give him a really hard time. Yeah. Tell him it's not okay and just, just scare him. Yeah. And so Alex gets off stage. He's all bright and bushy-tailed. He did awesome. He hit his five. He did great. Yeah. And I go, dude, nice work. They're flashing you, but I don't think it matters. <laughs> and he goes, what? I go, ah, they're all busy. In the, they're flashing the red light, but they're all fucking, they're all talking. I don't think it's, it probably didn't even register on their radar. I think you're good. Yeah. So now I've just planted you the teed, seed. You teed it up. I've planted yeah. the seed that potentially there could be a problem, yeah. right? Because when the manager pulls Alex in, I don't want his heart to stop mid-sentence when the guy's like, you've gone over your time. I want his heart to stop the minute he goes, hey, can I see you for a second? You want that preemptive, like, I I'm in trouble. I want to complete the story in your head already. Yeah. Sure enough. Can I talk to you? <sighs> he walks in. White-faced. The guy goes, uh, I caught most of this on camera. He goes, he points to the board, and he wrote 804 <laughs> next to his name. Yeah. He goes, you did 804. And Alex is like, what? What do you mean? He goes, you had five minutes tonight. Yeah. Uh, normally, for other comedians, I turn their mic off at six minutes, but because you're Brett's buddy, I left it on. And now I'm going to have to speak to Brett yeah. about this. Yeah. He goes, no, I, I've never even done eight minutes, he says. Right. I don't have eight minutes. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Well, you did. And uh, it is what it is. And really gave him a hard time, right? <laughs> Alex is licking the color off his lips. He's so scared. I'm so sorry. He was so nice about it. And he generally is a really nice guy. So he's yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I would never go over if I thought I was going over. I was just trying to get my last joke in. Like, he was just being nice. He was yeah. fumbling all his words. He goes, I was just doing my last very joke. Very last joke. But yeah, he's like, joke I was of just, the last one. I was just doing my last very joke. And <laughs> he's, he's fucking up. And I got the camera right behind his head. And manager, stone-faced, Oscar-winning performance. And he turns his head, and I go, you're on candid camera, you know, and he just, it's such a relief after, but yeah. I got he Sam, I got life, Sam Walker booted from the JFL after party. Yeah, man. I got Alex Carr pranked. I'm on a sting spree. You're out there just stirring it up, man. I'm stinging That's right That's why now. you're a 4.7 right there. I'm stinging. You're stinging. Wow, dude. Way to throw my Uber rating back <laughs> in my face at the end. <laughs> I know. I'm a bully, too. Harsh today. 4.97. You fucked my girl this weekend, and then now you spit in my face. Code word, guns. code word weasel come see Lori ferguson come to roast battles uh we'll see you next week with an actual entrepreneur of the week and i promise it i'm gonna do pre preparation for next one prep pre preparation <laughs> uh be you all the time bye bye <laughs> you did you she did the work for you and you then you didn't even proofread listen guys i gotta make an apology right now I should have prepared better. Like, imagine the night before an essay is due. You're like, yo, you need to give me your essay. You don't even proofread, even change who it's by, nothing. You just hand it straight in.
This is the kind of job that you just did. You didn't even plug into the No, thing. I didn't. Can we do your stuff now? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> it's my whole fucking life. Everyone's just blown I around. I really thought that, you know? <laughs> Everyone's just blown. Balls are being dropped out here. But, Lissette, thank you for pointing to that, man. I'm going to send him a message. I look in I the mirror. I just look at myself. I go, wow.